You're listening to the Bay Christian Family Church Podcast. How many of us remember the story in the Bible about the valley of the dry bones? We all do, right? It was an account where God took Ezekiel to a valley and he transported him there in, uh, in the spirit and he showed Ezekiel the valley of dry bones. And he said to Ezekiel, Ezekiel, do you think that these dry bones will be able to live again? And we know that Ezekiel answered the Lord just like you and I would answer the Lord. And he said, Lord, Honestly, I don't know, but you know. And so the Lord spoke to Ezekiel and he said, I want you to prophesy to the bones. And so in Ezekiel 37 verse 5, it says, this is what the sovereign Lord says to these bones. I will make breath into you and you will come to life. Verse 10 says, so I prophesied as he commanded me and the breath entered them and they came to life and stood up on their feet, a vast army. Say vast army. So this is an example of the Lord Jesus Christ, of the church of the Lord Jesus Christ going through the dark ages. They were scattered. They were dismembered. They were ineffective. They had no power. They were like the dry bones in the valley. And we can all agree that the last couple of years have been very difficult for the body of Christ around the world. Many of us have lost loved ones. We've um, suffered grief. We've been through difficult times, challenging times as the body. And I believe that Satan has used COVID and fear and lockdown to try and keep us as a body of Christ scattered, dismembered, isolated from each other just like the bones in the valley. But God, by His supernatural power, He brought the bones together. In Ezekiel, He put flesh on them. He breathed the Spirit into them. And once again, there was a mighty army that stood and rose. And that's, I believe, is what happened today in the body of Christ. The worldwide church is beginning to form into that mighty army once again. Glory to God. We might have been knocked down, but we're not knocked out in Jesus' name. We're getting up and we're standing on our feet. Hallelujah. We are realizing how much we need each other so that we can accomplish His plans and His purposes for our lives. I believe that God is raising up an army for the final, last, end time revival. And God has kept the best for last. And guess what, family? That includes you and that includes me. We are the best. God has kept us for the last. Hallelujah. So there's power in being connected together as the body of Christ. When we walk in harmony and love and joy in the Holy Ghost. If only we can get over our petty problems that try and divide us, family. Try and stop us from being connected together. Then we can move into a greater anointing as the body of Christ. There is no perfect church. There's no perfect pastor. Newsflash, there's no perfect congregation. (laughs) But guess what? CFC is perfect for us. Amen. Glory to God. So I believe that God has called us to the next phase of our destiny. And it is imperative that we stay connected together as a body for the great work that lies ahead of us. If we think of the day of Pentecost, the disciples were in one place. Say one place. With one accord. Say one accord. And suddenly, say suddenly. Suddenly. 
there was a sound like a blowing of a mighty wind, a violent wind, and it came from heaven, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. And God made his presence known that day to 120 believers in a spectacular way, in a supernatural way, because of their unity. They were connected with one another. So what happened in that one room, that one day, with that one group of believers in one accord, changed the history of Christianity? Something is supposed to happen, family, when we come to church. The anointing of God, the power of God should be felt and will be seen. Do you remember Peter in Acts 2? He addressed the crowd that looked at all these disciples and they were in bewilderment because they heard a, a big noise. In Acts 2, 15 it says, and Peter said, these men are not drunk as you suppose. It's only nine o'clock in the morning. No, this was spoken by the prophet Joel. In the last days, I will pour out my spirit upon all people. Say all people. Your sons and daughters, they're going to prophesy. Your men, young men are going to see visions. Your old men are going to dream dreams. Even on my servants, both men and women. Say women. Thank God, God didn't leave us women out. And for the last day move of God, if you don't like a woman preaching, just take that page out your Bible. Hoi but it says, I'll pour out my spirit in those days and they will prophesy. I will show wonders in the heavens above and signs on the earth below. Blood, which is a, uh, blood is a cleansing. Fire, which is God sanctifying the church. I learned that from my husband. Billows of smoke, which is God's manifested presence being revealed in the natural. And guess what, family? We are included in Joel's prophecy. This is our time. This is our moment. This is our year. Everything that we've been through up to now is for a time such as this. Glory to God. Often we experience great opposition before we have great breakthrough. How many of you are believing God for a supernatural breakthrough in your lives? Hallelujah. You may have experienced in your own lives when the enemy has come against you, and your family with lies and attacks. But Satan was after the word that is inside of you, the potential that God has put inside of you. He's trying to cut off your destiny before it could be fulfilled. He has tried to derail your destiny. So what opposition you've been through, whatever it has been, it has to bow to the name of Jesus. Glory to God. I believe that God is positioning his people in the right place. And the time is now. And God's going to launch us as a body of Christ into a new season of supernatural breakthroughs. Hallelujah. And God is going to make a way for us to step into our fullness and our purpose in the name of Jesus. You know, it was by the grace of God in 1979 when my husband, Apostle Thea, and myself, we started the church, Christian Family Church. We were in one accord. We were in one place. We were in a building. We were connected together with the body of Christ. And the power of God fell then. Well, that same power is evident today because Jesus says that he's the same today and yesterday and forever. And his power has not faded. In fact, it's getting stronger and stronger as we appropriate the name of Jesus. Glory to God. 
I remember so many miracles in those days. You know, even your own pastor's wife was healed, and now she has children. She wasn't able to have children, but we prayed, and she's healed. She's got children, grandchildren. Glory to God. I remember there was a lady who did, came to church with no palate. That means she had no roof in her mouth. She could stick her tongue right up her nose. How disgusting. And she could just even whatever. So anyway... <laughs> She, Apostle Theo said, there's a lady here who's got no roof on the top of her mouth. But in the name of Jesus, your roof is, roof is going to grow like a garage that, glow, uh, that shuts. And you know, that moment, a woman started screaming from the back, it's me, it's me. And she came running forward. Her name was Marcel. So we've seen signs, wonders, and miracles. The blind have seen, the deaf have heard, and we've seen so many miracles, too many to mention. But Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And I believe that we are going to go into, into a season of greater number of miracles than we've ever seen before in the name of Jesus. Get ready for supernatural miracles to be your portion, family. You know, Apostle, uh, Apostle Janine and myself as pastor's wives, we rejoice at all the miracles that God has done in our lives, your lives. And, but there's one thing that still breaks our heart, and it's the one that the devil has stolen from us because they've been offended by each other in church, by silly things. It's not even important, but they get offended and they leave the church or they stay away because of fear. The devil uses fear of COVID to stay away, but praise the Lord, I'm washed in the blood of the Lamb. Psalm 91 is around me, no ever, though no evil will befall me, now shall he play, come now my dwelling in the name of Jesus. Others have stayed away because they're disappointed with one another. They hurt or they harbor unforgiveness. But this is the devil's strategy to keep the body of Christ away from each other. He wants to dismember the body. He wants to keep us isolated from each other. And when he does that to a person, then Satan will have stolen their God-given destiny when they were meant to be right here in the church or watching wherever, which campus you are in. They should be with you in your campuses. The devil will steal their purposes. That means he's stolen their talents and their abilities. They should be serving in church. Everybody say, in church. There's a corporate anointing when we get together. We will never reach our full potential as lone rangers. It's just not possible because it's in church. Say in church. We learn how to take up the shield of faith and quench every fiery dart of the wicked one. It's in church. Say in church. That we learn how to walk in unity and love and we overcome the challenges and obstacles in our everyday lives. Remember Ezekiel. This was not just one person that was dismembered, but this was a huge army that was once connected, one mind, one soul, one spirit, one, one thought. They were going to conquer the enemy, and now they were conquered. They lay in that valley. Their hopes were gone. Their dreams were gone, and they died in the battlefield. So you see, family, attacks from the enemy will try and destroy us. Attacks from the enemy will try and divide us. He will try and break us down spiritually and emotionally, but not only as individuals and family, but also as the body of Christ. But a Christian family church, 
We've had our fair share of attacks, but by God's grace, we have withstood all the attacks and we're stronger than ever. Glory to God. And we are more determined than ever. We're going to finish our race and finish it strong in Jesus' name. I remember when Apostle Thea and I first got married nearly 43 years ago. That Yes, praise the Lord. 43 years, one man, one wife. Glory to God. And there was a group of Satanists that, that fasted 30 days, 40 days. They got hold of South Africa to fast against us to, so that, and curse our, our marriage so we would get divorced. But praise the Lord, no weapon formed against us will prosper. No weapon formed against your marriage will prosper. No weapon formed against your children will prosper in the name of Jesus. Because God is stronger. God is bigger. God is greater. Hallelujah. And Satan is under our feet. Glory to God. And we won that round and we keep on winning. Hallelujah. But what was Satan coming against? Really, family, Satan's coming against the word that is inside you and he wants to derail your destiny. He wants to stop your, the plans and purposes that God has for your lives. And that's why he comes against you. He wants to annihilate your future. I remember when Natalie was born, our eldest daughter was almost on the stage in um, 1983. She, I, I used to lead praise and worship, and um, I was nine months pregnant. I don't know why I should have just sat down, but you know, I like to be up here encouraging people, running around with my big belly, jump, jump, jump. And then when I sat on the couch, my waters broke. And so... Um, uh, I said to Apostle Theo, baby, I think we need to go. Um, my waters are broken, and he, he, just like my husband, just like, well, my love, I think maybe I've got one more meeting to go, <laughs> one more service. Do you think we can wait? Do you think can we, can we wait? I've never had a baby before. I think we should go. So Natalie was nearly born on the stage, and then Candace was born a few years later. They were happy children, grew up in the church, just like Noah, just like um, Janine's and Ellen's children, Apostle um, Ellen and Dr. Janine's children. They, grew, they just grew up running around the church and loving the church. But then in their teen years, Satan waged war against them and really tried to get them out of serving the Lord. But Apostle Thea and I, we waged war against the devil. We told him where he belongs. We told him his future. We told him our future. We took authority in the name of Jesus. We prayed in the Holy Ghost. And today our children are serving the Lord. They ministers in their own right and they preach for us when we're not there. So to God be the glory. So we have overcome the devil by uh, the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony, and you can too. So we give God all the glory, hallelujah, for the battles that have been fought and the victories that have been won. If you look over your own lives, you will see that you've won more battles than you have lost. And Satan, though, has been uh, successful in getting some precious folk out of church for various reasons. And I like to call them the home alone Christians. But if that's if only they knew that's exactly where the, the devil wants him to be, home alone, because they're vulnerable to his attacks. They lose their vitality. They lose their strength. They lose their joy because we were not created to be a limb on our own. We were be created to be connected together in church. Say in church. 
Yes, I can rebuke the devil by myself. The Bible says one can chase a thousand, but two can chase 10,000 in Jesus' name. But ultimately, Satan will not stop us from rising up, family, being the mighty army that God has called us to be. If we look at the anatomy of the body, how can the foot work without the leg, alone from the whole body? So we know the body is made up of many members. There's blood, muscle, tissues, bones. And bones represent structure. If we, our bodies had no uh, bones and just muscles, then our bodies would collapse. If you have any good jokes, please send them to me because this is Apostle Theo's old joke. But... Um, you will still laugh at it now. Um, when he says a, a man who came to church with no spine, they had to take him home in a bucket. Why? Because, uh, please laugh. Um, that's, and if you've got any new, new jokes, it would be great if you could send them to us. Why? Because there's strength in our bones, right? So bones give us sustaining power. It's not enough just to be anointed family. If we don't have structure, we'll be like loose cannons blowing up everywhere. Or like fireworks that go up, make a big noise, but fizzle out. So structure in the church is very important, like bones. We need, to, we need each other to operate correctly. We need order and structure in our lives and in the house of God. That's why you saw on the news you, how many places you can get involved in. We have home cells. We have fellowship groups. We have prison ministry. We have media. We have ushering. We have got children's church. We have got youth. We've got every opportunity for you to get involved in family. You need to be in church serving somewhere. Paul even said, let everything be done decently and in order. Do you know even the sea, God told the sea that, he is, that it's got boundaries. Job 38, 11 says, this far and no farther will you come. Here your proud waves must stop. In other words, those, the sea doesn't just, cannot just do its own thing. Even God says, this is a boundary. You, there's got to be order here. And so we've got to have order in the church. Everything God created, he created in order. Everything that Satan created was in disunity, mistrust, disobedience, ineffective, and ultimately destruction by trying to break down the body of Christ and the structure that God has given us. But God has given us a prototype or of order in the church. The 1 Corinthians 12, 28 says, and God has appointed these in the church, first apostles. That means the apostle must, a saint one, but apostle must have fruit. In Africa, everybody loves to be an apostle, a prophet, a teacher, whatever. They give themselves um, their own um, titles and they go around with that. I even met somebody who called himself a prophet, a pastor, a teacher, evangelist, and something else. And he called himself all that. And if he was apostle, I just want to see how many churches you started. Thank you very much. So they've got a fruit behind the name. They can't just have a name, no fruit. It doesn't make any sense. And so here we have uh, two apostles in the house, Apostle Theo and Apostle, Apostle Allen, but they have started many churches. Therefore, they are true apostles. But what is a healthy church? A healthy church is when everybody, say everybody, has found their place and are operating in their gifts and anointing serving in the house of God. Just like a healthy body operates together in harmony, a healthy church is a church that is equipping the saints to do the work of the ministry. That's why Bible school is a great place for that. 
in a society like ours, which is such independent thinkers, it's hard for us to understand that our destiny is actually linked to other people. But it is. If we look in the Old Testament, we see the story of Deborah and Barak. There was a divine connection. We look at the power of their connection in Judges 4. It tells us of the battle and victory of Deborah and Barak. After 20 years of unbearable circumstances, the Israelites cried out to God. Why they waited 20 years, I don't know. But they cried out to God and said, we need deliverance. And God sent a woman by the name of Deborah. In turn, she uh, spoke to Barak and said, Barak, God has given me a plan. Come and listen to the plan. In turn, Barak summons 10,000 mighty men to go to war with him. So De Deborah and Barak went to war. When Deborah gave the command that Barak should advance against the enemies that come against the house of God, that day every enemy that had come against God's people fell by the sword. Not one man was left. So the victory was gained because of the unity of Deborah and Barak and the mighty men. They didn't squabble about the, um, their, their giftings. They didn't squabble or are jealous about each other's giftings. They just got on with the job and defeated the enemy. And that's what we've got to do. We've just got to get on the job. Don't worry about each other's giftings. Just make sure that you are flourishing in your own gifting. So we need to know with whom God has sovereignly linked us, maintain strong alliances with those people, and respect those in authority. If we understand this, we will maintain proper connections with each other, and we will destroy Satan's schemes, because he will have difficulty infiltrating our ranks when we walk in love and unity together. In the New Testament, remember, we saw Paul and Timothy. Peter's destiny was fulfilled when Andrew connected him with Jesus. Remember Jesus and the disciples. The disciples were a, a wild lot. They weren't just blue-collar workers. One was a, you know, they were all like wonderful, different kind of people. But together, they changed history. And it doesn't matter if we're all wonderful kind of people, but together, we can change history in Jesus' name. And family, as the hand of the Lord was supernaturally on Ezekiel, the hand of the Lord is on us today. As the Spirit of God moved then, the Spirit of God is moving today. As the men stood up as a mighty army in Ezekiel, we are standing up as a mighty army and speaking the Word of God in the name of Jesus. As the Lord had a plan and a future for them, God has a plan and a future for you also. Together, we're going to march in great power and unity and love. To God be the glory for the things that He has done. But to God be the glory for the things He's still going to do in Jesus' name. It's time for us to rise and shine. Let our voices be known and speak the Word of God. 1 Corinthians 2, 9 says, However, as it is in written, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has conceived what God has prepared for those that love Him. And so this morning, I'm going to do a few declarations over your life today. And I declare that Christian Family Church, the bay is a house of prayer. I declare that the heavens are open upon this house, and God pours out His supernatural blessing in the name of Jesus. I declare that every people from every nation, from all walks of life, are coming from every direction to be rooted and planted in Christ in this house in Jesus' name. 
I declare that the rain of heaven is falling in this house in a supernatural way. I declare that the light of this house brightens the whole city and the whole nation in the name of Jesus. I declare that the resources are coming to this house supernaturally in Jesus' name. I declare that in this house, the Lord will confirm His word with signs, wonders, and miracles. Get ready for the supernatural to flow in your lives. I declare from this pulpit that only the word of God will be preached, nothing but the word in the name of Jesus. I declare that God-fearing sons and daughters will be continue to be groomed in this house and equipped for the work of the ministry from this house. I declare the spirit of increase and abundance will always be the portion of every member of this house in the name of Jesus. I declare health and healing will be enjoyed in this house. I declare that the spirit of favor rests upon this house and every member of Christian Family Church is highly favored in the name of Jesus. I declare and thank you, Lord, that goodness and mercy will follow every member of this house in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for fresh fire. Thank you, Lord, for fresh anointing. Thank you, Lord, for fresh faith on your people in the name of Jesus. And we make it known to the heavens and the earth this day that we dedicate our lives to the Lord for his service. And we shall accomplish great things that God has planned for us. To God be all the glory. Family, the best is yet to come. Hallelujah! 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 <laughs> Praise the Lord.